0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Swipe up episode 181. This is the show where I share my opinions on current events. Let's get it started, shall we, with this first story. Kind of a bummer, depending on your feelings and thoughts of this actor. Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with aphasia and will be retiring from acting. His family announced, uh, which aphasia is a mental disease disorder, uh, which is going to, which makes it difficult or impossible for him to remember lines. Uh, let's see if it says any. Bruce Willis has announced his retirement from acting at the age of 67. Looks pretty good for a 67 year old. I mean, he hasn't really changed much in the last 30 years, it seems like. Uh, 67, due to being diagnosed with aphasia. Aphasia is a language disorder caused by uh, brain damage uh, that affects a person's ability to communicate. Uh, Bruce Willis has starred uh, starred in over 100 films, including his iconic roles in Die Hard, Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Pulp Fiction, and Armageddon. uh, Sending... Love to Bruce Willis and his family and friends. Uh, so, okay, so brain damage. I wonder if that's from doing... I don't think he did any stunts. He probably got in fights. Bruce Willis seems like a guy who would get drunk and be in fights in, in like his younger years. I, he, I could see Bruce Willis being 60 years old wanting to get into a rumble. Like That's just kind of the guy he seems like he is. Uh, and 100 films, which... The majority of films he is in are garbage. He, I mean, it's clear. He must have known this diagnosis. He probably got diagnosed before, it seems, because he will be in everything. Like, he has been in so many, like, st- straight-to-video-on-demand movies that I've never heard of uh, that uh, is just mind-blowing. Um but, of course, some all-time classics. Some all-time classics. I mean, uh, Armageddon is whatever. Unbreakable, probably one of the best superhero movies ever made, I would say. Uh, in my opinion, at least the only original, one of the only original uh, kind of a superhero movie that's not based on a comic book. Uh, Die Hard is a series that I would love to revisit. I, You know, I love the... First and I actually love the first three. Die Hard Two is okay. I mean, it's basically the first movie, but in an airport. So not nearly as good as the first one. Number three is a lot of fun with Samuel Jackson, they're running all over town, uh, with the Simon Says guy. So one and three are definitely my favorite. But then there's some sequels out there that I haven't watched. So one of these days I'll do I think there's at least five of them. I'll probably do a top five. Uh, Bruce I'll probably do a top five Bruce Willis movies now that he's retiring uh, which not the only actor to announce retirement this past week uh, so I'll probably do my my top five favorite Bruce Willis movies and then I will probably rank my uh, diehard films not my diehard but my favorite diehard films uh, rank those so two episodes of top five that if you're a Bruce Willis fan uh, to look forward to And I'm kind of looking forward to dipping into uh, the movies that he's done, seeing I'm sure there's movies that are highly regarded of his that I haven't seen uh, that aren't like Pulp Fiction or The Sixth Sense, which is another great movie. Uh, But, yeah, kind of, you know, and also like I've heard that Bruce Willis isn't like the best actor to work with. Like people don't really like working with him. So. I don't know. I don't know what kind of a dude he is. I wouldn't be surprised if he is not a good dude. But, you know, it's it's sad on some level that, you know, he's he's no longer going to the movies that he's done is all that he's going to do. Uh, and it's not because of death. It is because of uh, brain trauma. Brain trauma. I wonder how many UFC fighters are going to be diagnosed with aphasia. It almost seems like... Uh, like, Chuck Liddell's already suffering from it. But anyway, uh, sorry to see Bruce Willis go for whatever that's worth. You know, I, I don't – like, I don't – my my esteem of self, of Bruce Will like, I enjoy him in movies. He's usually not a very nice person in his movies, like the characters he plays. He's in a lot of, like, conservative wet dream movies, too. Like, I remember seeing some movie – about, like, he's a doctor that got, got mugged once and just, like, bought a gun and instantly became an assassin. I, it, it's just, like, one of those gun porn movies. Uh, it seems like he's done a lot of those. Like, it seems like he's done a lot of, like, conservative wet dream movies. Um, so, but he has been in some great stuff, which is, which is uh, surprising that two of those are M. Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, But, yeah, Bruce Willis, uh, Bruce Willis's career R.I.P. How about that? Uh, So it'll be fun to see if there's any hidden gems that uh, I missed in his in his career when I do the top five. Moving on to a thing that happened at this point. By the time this episode comes out, it will have almost been two weeks. Uh, It happened just after I recorded last The last batch of episodes, so I didn't get a chance. It hadn't happened yet. Uh, But as everybody knows, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. When I first read the tweet, uh, I thought it was Will Smith slapped The Rock. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I thought he slapped him. Like, that is not a good idea. Uh, And then I saw the video, the, the uncensored video from Japan as well as Australia, I think. And it looked fake. Like, Will Smith is such a bad actor that even the reality that he exists in looks fake. Like, it looked so performative. The way he got up on stage at the end of the catwalk, walked all the way down the catwalk, kind of paused in front of, of uh, Chris Rock, and did a very like WWE type of a slap. Looks fake, looked so fake. But then you see the Chris Rock reaction, and you see kind of how Chris Rock reacts even after that, after uh, the, the award that he was up to present of Best Documentary after Questlove got the trophy. You see, you see Chris Rock just kind of in a daze. I'm sure a bit dizzy. He just got hit in the face. It was a slap, but it looked so fake. It's just like, I don't... Everybody, it's weird the people who are defending Will Smith... First off, Chris Rock—it's not Chris Rock's job to know the medical history of everybody in the audience when he performs comedy, right? Chris Rock was working when he got assaulted by an actor trying to defend his wife' honor, which is bullshit. You saw him laugh at the joke, right? And it's not even like not knowing the joke. It seems like Chris Rock had like this elaborate joke comparing jada pinkett smith's hairstyle to that of women in gi jane right because she's got short hair you would think it was some elaborate in-depth joke about that but it wasn't it was an off-handed crowd work joke of hey chick with short hair that a lot of women look absolutely gorgeous with short hair but jada happens to have short hair I didn't know she has alopecia or whatever is causing her situation. It's just like, hey, you look like you could be in G.I. Jane too. Not even a modern reference. Not even a modern movie reference. Like G.I. Jane, a mildly popular movie that came out in the 90s. It, like, And that's the thing Will Smith got so offended that he got up op- on live television and assaulted a guy who's just working, trying to do his job. Imagine if Chris Rock went to any of Will Smith's more recent movies where that are, like, dog shit. Imagine Will Smith on the set of, o- of uh, Omega Man. Is that the, the dog shit movie that he made pretty recently? Or iRobot, or I Am Legend, or After Earth, or whatever it is. He was the worst part of King Richard. Imagine... Chris Rock going up on the set of King Richard and seeing Will Smith go in and out of this 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 uh impersonation that he's trying to do to disguise his bad a, bad ability to act like you hear like Will Smith going in and out of this like accent in this character throughout the entire movie which if you watch King Richard you will hear Will Smith go in and out of this character that he's trying to impersonate Like, imagine Chris Rock going up on the set of of King Richard while they're filming and slapping Will Smith because he's a bad actor. That's what Will Smith did. Just childish. Childish. And you see the people that agree with it. I mean, you see a lot of people agree with it probably because they know him or whatever. It's like, oh, it's, it's so good for him to defend his wife's honor. It's like... Do we live in an an equal society? Is she not allowed to defend herself? Will Smith over... He he exaggerated. He overacted to the joke because he laughed at it, saw his wife wasn't too happy about it, and he's like, oh, shit. To make myself feel better about laughing at my wife's... I know my wife's medical condition... Chris Rock probably doesn't, but I do, and I laughed at it. So now, because I feel bad that Chris Rock forced me, Chris Rock forced me to laugh at my wife's medical condition, I got to get up on stage and show the world that I'm the man. I'm going to defend my wife. You can't talk to my wife like that. You can't force me to laugh at a joke that's making fun of her short hair because it looks like this referenced movie from 20 years ago. Oh, I'm a good actor too. Just childish, disgusting behavior by Will Smith. Uh, and then moments later gets, you know, wins the Oscar for Best Actor for King Richard. The worst aspect of that movie. Good movie. Well written. Everybody else, great acting. Great story. Will Smith is doing an impression of somebody. And he's going in and out of his impression the entire film. So I don't know why he got nominated. I absolutely know why he got the win, because that's just what happens with black actors in the Academy. Like Denzel won it for, uh, for uh, Training Day, which was a good movie, but not by any means Denzel Washington's best performance in a movie It's just it's just they give these awards because they're like, oh, sorry, we were racist here. You were in a decent movie this year. Here's an award. But this post. Oscars producer Will Packer says LAPD were prepared, quote unquote, prepared to arrest Will Smith after slapping Chris Rock. Now, let me ask you, when are the police not prepared to arrest people? Shouldn't they just be prepared if they're on the clock? Aren't they, by means of on-the-clock, be prepared to arrest? Like, don't they always have handcuffs on them with their gun and their taser that they never use? Like, aren't cops always prepared to arrest somebody? So it's like saying the LAPD was prepared to arrest somebody is like saying, like, I'm prepared to fly a space shuttle. Did they did I fly? No, I didn't actually do anything, but they were prepared. It's like giving the LAPD a a pat on the back. It's like, good job. Like the LAPD was prepared to do something. Did they do anything? No, no, no. They're probably setting off explosives in another residential area like they like to do. Right. Or they're they're murdering people or they're taking the freedoms away from people. They're being terrorists around town. But they were prepared to arrest Will Smith. Not prepared to the amount or the extent to where they actually walked out and talked to him. Like that's, it's, it's like such it's like this illusion of pr- propaganda. It's like, oh, LAPD. Oh, they were prepared. Yay, preparation. Good job, LAPD. Keeping justice and law-abiding citizens. Chris Rock was assaulted on live TV, which is the same thing. Just cops are used to assault because usually, like, they, they probably relate to Will Smith on a lot of things. It's like cops, like, love to assault people for, like, little to no reason, just like Will Smith did to Chris Rock. So they probably sympathized with Will Smith in that moment. And they were probably, like, applauding the fact that Will Smith got to assault somebody. And they're like, yeah, why would we? He's basically a cop. Why would we arrest Will Smith? He's doing what we want to do. He's doing the thing we want to do. We want to assault people without repercussion. And we want an award, too. So I'm not, not, I mean, I haven't really been a Will Smith fan. Just the fact that he's in really bad movies most of the time you know uh there's some he like the bad boys franchise the last bad boys movie was pretty dog shit but you know they're fun fresh prince of bel-air sure grew up on it loved it independence day great super fun but most of his movies are garbage garbage and he is by far the worst aspect of king richard And apparently he's resigned from the Academy, whatever that means. What, he doesn't get screeners in the mail? He's never going to win an award again? He shouldn't have won that award to begin with, but now he's not eligible? Like, I don't understand the repercussions for not being a member of the Academy. He doesn't get to vote on Best Picture now. I can't vote on Best Picture. I can't participate in an award show that nobody cares about. And of course, Chris Rock didn't press tar- charges, as we know. Hasn't really talked about it on stage yet. Still processing it. I'm sure he's going to come up with a hilarious bit about it. Will Smith. Shed, like, this was the most honest we've seen Will Smith Like, everything else, like, our idea of who Will Smith is, is bullshit. It's like all the Republicans and stuff, where they, like, pretend to be, like, nice people, but behind the scenes they're just, like, complete and utter assholes. I mean, their entire family is annoying as fuck. The entire Will Smith, Smith, Jada Pinkett, their kids, annoying. So I have no sympathy for Will Smith and, like, whatever jobs he's he's not going to get. Because there's going to be... He's going to get work. He's going to get plenty of work. Because he's still Will Smith, and people forget about shit, but I'm done with Will Smith. I was done with him before, but after seeing that, I'm even more done with him. And I'm not even a big Chris Rock fan. I used to love Chris Rock as a stand-up, but, like... I don't know, he's just like, he's out of touch. Like a lot of stand-ups, when they get older, and they're wealthy, and they're not around normal people, a lot of them tend to get writers to help write their stuff, which I know Chris Rock does that. But it's just like, his his comedy doesn't hit like it used to, in my opinion. So, and it's Will Smith clearly having zero respect for the art of stand-up comedy zero respect like none at all to go up on stage that's like it's bad enough if Will Smith just kept his ass in his chair and was yelling keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth right if he was just heckling that's bad that's disrespectful to somebody on stage doing their job right you don't like it you get your ass up and you walk out of that room you don't open your mouth and interrupt a show and you definitely don't go up on stage, not even quietly up on stage. He went up on the tip of the catwalk and walked all the way up to where Chris Rock was performing, paused, did this over like the biggest overacting of a slap, like the this signature acting style of Will Smith, like over the top as fuck, just made it look super fake. Just like all of Will Smith's performances. Just super unbelievable fake. So bad at acting that he makes reality look fake. And then walked his ass all the way back down that catwalk to sit back down. If he really didn't like what Chris Rock was saying, then he should have got his ass up and walked out of that fucking venue. Right? And then he could talk to the press and cry about it to the press And people would have been on his side 100%. I mean, there's still people on his side after he committed assault. People think that's justified, that he got up. Like this small little joke about somebody having short hair. Like the least offensive joke. Unless somebody happens to have a medical situation, which, God forbid, a comedian doesn't know the medical history of every single human he speaks about. It's just stupid. It's so stupid. But, uh, yeah, I'm over Will Smith. And he somehow made me a bigger fan of, of Chris Rock. T-M-F. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now, back to our show. Let's move on to some good news, I would say. The Red Hot Chili Peppers received uh, the star on, uh, the, a star on the Walk of Fame as a band, uh, which is surprising that it's taken this long. I mean, they are one of the most L.A. bands he started in L.A. They, their vibe, the, the, their music is very much has an L.A. feel, a Southern California feel. Uh, so them getting a walk of, a star on the Walk of Fame seems like a no-brainer, coinciding with their new album that just got released, Unlimited Love, which we have Rick Rubin back. We have John Fashante back in the band. And it's an album that I've been listening to a lot. Was not excited hearing the singles that were released before the full album uh, was a little bit worried they are definitely in an old man phase of their music but i think this is their best album in my opinion since stadium arcadium which i think stadium arcadium felt like the turning point in the bands kind of turning into old man their old man phase uh, where it's still it's like a little bit soft it's just way more mellow despite the fact that this album has some definitely some hard licks uh, but it is definitely more mellow there's some like nightclub kind of jazz kind of like mellow relaxed kind of songs uh, but I love it I really do it took me uh, like I had to listen to it a couple times as it does when anybody that I love comes out with a new album. Sometimes I have to listen to it multiple times before I can decide if I like it or not. And there are two albums before that, not the biggest fan I'm with you. And I forget the one that they released last was when they worked with different producers. John Fashante wasn't in the band, not a huge fan of those. Uh, but this one I really did love. Uh, Aquatic Mouth Dance is right now, it's one of my favorite tracks on the album. It's got a lot of uh, flea playing the trumpet. This, like there's this chaotic horn section at the end of the song that just like just turns into chaos that I, I, I really love. It makes me happy. Uh, it, it's really just kind of the, the band simplifying things. As they've kind of done, which is a style that Rick Rubin and them have together, like where the vinyl that was released, which I got in the mail yesterday and was listening to yesterday, the vinyl is mastered directly from the tapes. So it's the original mix, original, no processing, no digital fuckery. And it sounds great. It's I love the sound of it. I love the songs. You know, I I can appreciate how the band has grown and evolved and matured. They still have some hard stuff. You still have Anthony Kiedis with his wacky, weird lyrics. His surreal lyrics in in the music, which I'm perfectly fine with. I love their sound. I love I just and there's like little there's little audio sounds. There's sounds that their instruments make that are unique to them, like the way they end a song or the way like, you know, Fashante will smash the, the strings to end a song or or just like little bits of past songs finding their way. It's almost like a, a legacy sequel in a way, like how uh, movies are, are taking elements from the previous movies in the franchise And implementing them in a way where they're rebooting themselves, but also having a lot of references to their old music. There's like audio versions of that in in this album, uh, which I appreciate as well. Uh, But I'm a big fan of it. I I understand a lot of people hate the Chili Peppers. They're overrated, whatever. I don't I don't I've heard all the criticism. I do not care. It is the band that I grew up listening to like they were they've they somehow they're alive. They haven't died yet. Knock on whatever keeps people from dying early. Drug problem They've had their problems. But as far as like a unique sound, like nobody sounds like the Chili Peppers. Nobody does. They've, they've created an original sound that I really appreciate and an original style that I appreciate. And they've never kind of, they've, they've changed, they've evolved over the years, but they've never like changed who they were as a band. Uh, and I appreciate that. And, like, Flea is amazing. Flea's in some of the, like, the best movies from, like, Back to the Future to uh, Baby Driver to The Big Lebowski. Like, he's in so many great movies. Anthony Kiedis is in some movies like uh, Point Break, the original, the only good Point Break. So, you know, you have the Will Farrell looking like Chad Smith, which is amazing tried to get into John Fashante's solo stuff, didn't, couldn't really get into it, but think he's one of the greatest guitar players ever. Like he, he's an artist with a guitar and I, I love hearing him play. Uh, so I'm, gl- I'm glad. And then Rick Rubin is, you know, the, one of the greatest producers in music for a reason. And him with the band, I think they make the best stuff. And, uh, this album is a great example of that. So, Huge fan of their new album. Check it out if you're a fan of their music. Or if you hate them, listen to it also. Uh, but yeah, right now my favorite track is Aquatic Mouth Dance, which is just fun. It's just like kind of the words that Kiedis uses in his lyrics are like, it's like a sexy song, which they, they have sexy songs in their, their, their music a lot. But it's just like, it's just fun to say. It's just like weird. You never see those words, Aquatic Mouth Dance. Come on. I love that. I love it so much. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com/plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to InspiredDisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. Uh, and last but not least, Bruce Willis was not the only actor to retire, but the great and powerful Jim Carrey has announced his retirement. Uh, kind of, he loosely made his retire announced his retirement, basically in the press for Sonic the Hedgehog two which is coming out soon, which actually surprisingly was a fun movie, the first one. He plays the villain, Dr. Robotnik, I think. Uh, so while doing press for that movie, Jim Carrey announced that he's done. He's kind of happy where he's at. Like, he seems like the a guy that really understands who he is uh, as a human being and who he is as an artist and he's you know changed and grown as a visual artist he does a lot of paintings that he's happy with he enjoys his alone life he enjoys the life he has right now and he says that unless some magical script comes that like needs him to be in it uh he's done which he could come back i could see you know uh, him getting i could see i would love to see jim carrey in like in like a Tarantino film or even like a Paul Thomas Anderson film or or even um Edgar Wright would probably be a lot of fun too. Like there are some directors that I could see Jim Carrey would love to see Jim Carrey work with uh and would cuz I know he can do great stuff. Like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is one of my favorite movies and his performance in that is I don't think anybody else could have done it. It was like the perfect performance for that kind of weird movie. Uh, and I think he's a gr- he can be a great serious actor like him in, in Man on the Moon, despite the fact that everybody hated him for being in character the whole time. I think that was necessary. I think that adds to the fact that he's playing Charlie Kaufman. He Charlie Kaufman people from the grave. Which, you know, I could see people not being a fan of that, but at the same time, it's Jim Carrey. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's Ace Ventura. You know, it's dumb and dumber. The man is done. It's, it's Fire Marshal Bill. I think that was his name. So I'm f- I would be far more depressed to not see Jim Carrey. Not that he's in amazing movies all the time anyway, but I think he has amazing potential. And I'm glad that he's waiting for a script that really knocks his socks, blows his socks off. So... Hopefully that will change in the future and Jim Carrey will be on the big screen. Uh, but I'm happy that he like, he seems like he's in a good place. It's like, we like, I love to see that. Like, it's one thing to have a tortured artist when they're young and, 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 and coming up and, and, and that, but like when you're old and still tortured, it's painful. It's painful. Like you want to see somebody like get to a place where they're, they're content and nobody seems as content as Jim Carrey. And he's, and I think part of his reasoning for being out and, and announcing his retirement is to see how Hollywood reacted to Will Smith assaulting Chris Rock at the Academy Awards, like seeing what kind of a circus Hollywood is, uh, like just outwardly, like really taking the lead from just society in general, how much of a circus, uh, our life is in general so sorry to see jim carrey go i'm sure he'll be back i'm sure he'll produce stuff i'm sure he'll be doing things uh i'm just excited jim carrey's alive and still existing and gives me hope that one day i will not be some tortured depressed artist uh and will find peace and love uh but let's get out of here shall we let's do some shout outs and get out of here shout out to puberty shout out to abc news shout out chili peppers and shout-out Lad Bible. But most importantly, shout-out to you. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace oh!